Hey, Catalyst crew. Welcome to episode four of Catalyst Corner. It's Wednesday, so we have partially proficient with us. And uh, yeah, let's get into it. So, uh, you were telling me when I got here about your little, uh, your little foray into the old tea. So, sure. So, um, about seven years ago, I didn't drink anything but tea. That was the only way I was getting my, uh, my caffeine fix. And someone who shall remain nameless got me addicted to, it started with coffee and has escalated to the highest level of energy drinks around. Drink one rain a day. Very unhealthy. Oh, that's not even... That's, that's not like excessive. Three, that's not excessive hundred milligrams of caffeine. You have no idea what you're talking about. Dude. And like all sorts of other shit that I don't even know what it is and have done no research into and is probably... There's like a twin sprouting out of my kidneys. You know what I work with daily. Daily, people coming in, ripping butts, draining bangs, like multiple within people who come into work and they're there for like 40 minutes. I'm not going to name names. The old Ed. <laughs> Just doxing people. Oh, Ed. Yeah. Yo, they're like, oh, Ed. Oh, Ed. Guy. Yeah, I know Ed. I know Ed. <laughs> he comes into work. He rips a whole pack of Marbreads on his way in. That is insane to me. A whole pack. Well, it's between like when he gets out. It's a lot. It is like most of the pack. How done. much does a pack of cigarettes cost? Like a lot of money. It's like I used to know back when I was like a convenience it's, store. It's like, like as much as like cheap, cheap booze now, right? I want to say it could be like more. Depending on where you're at, it can be like $10 a pack. That is insane. Yeah, so he was ripping a pack of fucking Marbreads on the way in. He always has bangs. The man's like 65. He's had a heart attack. <laughs> Why does he have bangs? Bangs. Bang? Oh, bags. Bags? Bangs. Bang, the energy drink. Bang. Oh, he's, wait, wait. No. He's had a heart. I thought you meant like bangs. Like, no, he, no, I was no. like, what is he, just disheveled? He's just rocking bangs? No, no. no. The He's, bang energy drink, dude. So you're telling me his combination to start his day is a pack of reds yeah. and a bang energy drink. I'm saying, I didn't say bang. I said bangs. Oh, he bangs. I'm saying he has like a bang with him that he'll be like just finishing off as he rolls in the door, reaches in his bag, pulls out another one, cracks that some bitch before lunch. <laughs> I think, like, in the medical textbooks, that's too much. Like, that's a, like, they tell you, like, you can't have more than this. He's not done for the day. That's just what I see before my shift is out the door. I have no idea how he's alive. I have no idea. He must just be perpetually tired, though, right? No, he's a great dude. He's he's always up. He's ready. Yeah, because he's whacked out on stimulants. I was gonna say, how is he gonna be tired? He's had like eight cigarettes and a bang by the time he's in the door. It might be cheaper for him to mainline a little bit of the Bolivian. It might be cheaper. Yeah, we got guys doing that too. It's crazy. Yeah, I work in a fun field. That makes me feel better. But I'm trying to get back to my tea. tea. I'm trying to get back (laughs) to it. Okay. Trying to be healthier. Bolivian tea. Trying to be healthier. Okay. Trying to get off the rain, and you got to bring up Ed, who is speeding 90 miles an hour into what I can only imagine oh, is a gonna, flaming casket. He's going to live to be 100. Yeah, he'll outlive me, hands down. It's insane. That's how so, it works. So, um, I reached out to this company that's actually in, uh, they're based in Taiwan, and they have some bespoke tea so what they do is i guess over there there are uh these tea fields that have kind of gone uh have been abandoned and so they're recovering them and they're they're basically doing a a sustainable tea situation and i reached out to them they're sending me a bunch of teas uh we're gonna try them before we give them a plug but i'm very excited i'm i'm real into it purple tea did you know that was a thing do you know about purple tea? 
Uh, no. Yeah. I, have no, I didn't know no, either. What's a purple tea? I don't know. We're going to find out. Yeah, it's I'll kind, try it. it should be here. It, what we'll do is on the next episode, uh, it should be here. So we'll uh, we'll crack into some of that as well as some of the old. Uh, yeah, I like that. Like yeah. It's always IPAs here. Like not that's not like it's my, always uh, it's always summertime. <laughs> it's not like my drink of choice. It's not what I would go to. I appreciate them, and like oddly enough, the more I have them, I don't, it's just like my body getting adjusted. I'm like, yeah, all right. I just you know what it is for me is I just like it reminds me of summer. It reminds me of summer. I really like the floral. I get that kind of flavors. Like that's that's how I go into it. It rolls into Speaking the tea. The summer, summer uh, type stuff. You know where these would be real good. Where's that? Out on the old boat. The old pontoon. Yeah, we're down. Yeah, we got to do some uh, lake time stuff, maybe. uh, I think we should do a live stream from the boat. Yeah, I want to do it. All right. Fine. Dude, we're we're fucking marrying someone out on the boat. Who's ordained? Not marrying. They're, uh... Is someone ordained? They're getting, uh, engaged on the boat. There's an engagement type plan going, uh... It's weird that that has its own little, like, ecosystem. Yeah, and apparently, don't quote me, I'm far from a fucking expert, but apparently if you are a boat captain, you can marry people. Do you have to... (laughs) I don't know how that fucking works. You have to be on the open sea, though. You can't do it on a lake. No. It does not matter if you are a captain who... You have to have some sort of charter vessel type license. If you are a captain... You can just fucking marry people. That is a strange... Like, that... I don't know. That seems like video game logic to me a little (laughs) bit. You know? Like, you can just... If you have enough money, you can just buy a boat, and then you are qualified to marry people. Well, you gotta take the classes to be able to pilot the boat, but yeah. Yeah, but do they cover marriage? No. Do they cover maritime marriage (laughs) in the classes? You can marry people. It doesn't matter. Leave us a comment uh, if you are... uh, I want everyone to just tell me what a lying asshole I am. Because I am just... I'm spouting what I've heard from other people. Yeah, but if it turns out to be true... And they've been researching it, but, like, it's probably blatantly untrue. And I'm not going to research it. Well, what bothers me even more is that, like, whoever's researching it is feeding into this. Because they want to do some marrying. Yeah. (laughs) You can't just willy-nilly marry people. We got approached by some friends of ours, and they straight up... Guy was like, hey, want to propose to the old girl? And I want to do it on your boat. I want to do it on a boat. You have a boat. (laughs) But our boat is being serviced. And then they were like, oh, you have a boat. Like, okay, well, yeah. Now, now, are you all going to be on the boat or are they taking the boat? So we're going to be on the boat. This is weird. I don't, like, (laughs) all of this. Okay, I say friends of ours they're not even my friends wait I'm but gonna you're gonna be, be there yeah that i don't know them <laughs> everything about this is insane i'm gonna be there for some people i've never met like having one of the most special moments in our lives i'm probably gonna be a little drunk it's my, gonna be odd <laughs> in my head the way that it looks is you're just fucking gaping eyed at these people just like giving i want them the bug-eyed stare you know what i mean as as this dude is trying to focus and remember what he wants to say to his to to his proposee is that, I don't know if that's what they call, it. and you're just sitting there, beer in hand, bugging out, looking at these people. Uh, yeah, it, IPA in hand. Oh, good. Well, yeah. you're leaning into the I summer. I want you to. I want, like the Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. Not quite as buttoned as you'd like it to be. Yeah, it's like a little suggestive. Like you can't see a nip or anything, but you know. Yeah. And if, if the wind came, I'm not blinking. I'm yeah, yeah, staring no, him it's down. Like, you, know, you know what it is? As I'll even make it more cartoony. You become one of the frogmen from Spirited Away. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how it is in my head. <laughs> yeah. Just the most intrusive. Pre- but he's on our like fucking boat. A little porn stash like, that they have, too. <laughs> just the whole thing. You're just gaping. You become an animated frogman staring at this guy as he's trying to confess his love. Yeah. I'd like to think it shakes him a little. <laughs> <laughs> he 
can't. He's fucking distracted. He's trying to stay focused. Well, just, you, eyes are roaming over. Yeah, you violated the laws of physics by becoming a cartoon character, so I'd like to think that would trump any type of proposal. Yeah, yeah. So that's just what's going on with it. Yeah. You think we he gotta, powers through? He does. Like, yeah. he wants to marry... Like, that's how you tell. That's the test. That's the love, You yeah. become a cartoon frogman from Spirited Away, and whether or not he can get through the proposal will tell you whether or not the marriage is going to make it. Yeah. That's big. That's how everyone gets married. That's why I'm... I can't. <laughs> I could never. Because I, I immediate As soon as you begin to morph, almost like an anamorph... <laughs> Okay. I'm sorry, but you that's how You gotta really it fucking bring me back to the Animorph covers. <laughs> yes, just you Animorphing into the Frogman from Spirited Away. Oh, I love him, dude. I might have to make that. <laughs> Take a picture of the guy proposing and see if you can get him to sign a, uh, like, release, and we'll do a, uh, we'll do an art print of it. <laughs> yeah. Alright. He might. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk so about he's it. He's getting married on your fucking boat. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> not the oh, weirdest thing that unreal. would happen that day. Yeah. Very good. <sighs> Alright. Let's uh let's get into a here. uh let's get into a bit of a jellical episode. Oh very jellical feeling. Mm -hmm. Okay. So for those of you uh who don't know, which is all of you, a long time ago. I want to say maybe in the 80s. This has to be a product of the 80s, right? Mm -hmm. There was a, uh, a fine gentleman who's still around today by the name of Andrew Lloyd Webber. Genius. Some have called him a genius in his time. Some have called him the greatest showman. That's actually a Sodaheim. I think that's a Sodaheim reference. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I know so much about theater. Good for me. Um, and he, he wrote and produced a little ditty called Cats. Oh, it's our favorite. Well, the stage play. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's, let's keep that straight. The stage play. Just, I don't, I don't want you guys to have any, any doubt in your mind, but partially proficient in myself. Our, we are expert witnesses when it comes to cats. Yeah, and it wasn't always that way, and it wasn't always it wasn't a, a very willing transition for me. Are you saying that I forced you? Are you saying I forced you against your will in front of in front of all these people? You're going to yep. come out and say that you were forced to partake in the glory that is Mr. Mustafa. So let me paint the picture. <laughs> let me let me really give the people. I what, like that you changed on. your posture for this. <laughs> oh yeah, it's this is where it all comes out. It's very important. So uh <laughs> you used to uh be a senior more senior member of the uh company we both worked for. Very in with the boss. Not that I wasn't, but you know. We were probably a little bit, uh, a little bit closer in there. We were having some slow days at the office, not too much going on. And you pull me into your office. <laughs> you sit me down. And you tell me, you're watching Cats today. And I was like, no, I'm not going to sit down and I'm not going to watch Cats. I'm not going to, what, what, hour and 46, hour and 50 minutes stage play? Something I protest a lot. And in fact, I don't know that it happened that first day, but you you just persisted. Yeah, I think initially you said absolutely not. And then what I decided in that moment was I was going to wear you down. Yeah. <laughs> as, as it's healthy to do. If they keep saying no, just keep asking to answer yes. I don't like what you're you're implying because if 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 I recall, uh, you consider yourself an aficionado now. So I do, look. You're 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 playing a dangerous. You brought game. me there by force, but I'm not going to say I didn't like it. You're playing. A, <laughs> it's a dangerous game you're playing there. So finally. I'm clockwork oranged out, <laughs> strapped to the chair. We're going to watch Cats. Are you saying that I utilized my seniority 
like there anybody that's in HR is having like an aneurysm right now because just the violation of your rights. <laughs> yes, that's exactly. Do you what feel I'm better? Do you feel better for having seen it? Yeah, uh, my life has been enriched. Come on now. Yeah, it's the best part about it is the context of of it all. It's the eighties. The AIDS epidemic is raging. Mm-hmm. And Andrew Lloyd Webber says, I'm going to heal the world with anthropomorphic felines. Yeah, it's insane. Wonderful. Again, this is in reference to the stage play, which we watched all the way through probably three times. Did we watch it that many times? Within like a month. Because of the uh, of the insanity of yeah, it. we had to keep go going back and analyzing it and dissecting it, and it it infected our whole lives. I nearly drove my wife away with my use of the word jellical. Well, there were a lot of jellical days. <laughs> we're in a bit of a jellical time right now. I'd yeah, it's say. a very jellical moment for sure. We were theory crafting what it all meant. What I think we should touch upon that a little bit. Yeah, I think we settled on it being some sort of doomsday cult to an eldritch horror. See, let me let me refresh. Let me jog your memory. Yeah, cats make so much more sense mm-hmm. as a horror film, right? Because it is rich people in a cult. Worshipping an eldritch deity. And at the end of the film, all of their worship... At the end of the Jellicle Ball. The Jellicle Ball, so to speak. Right. Their lives are so horrible, they mm-hmm. want to die. Yeah, they must offer sacrifice unto it. And then they're born anew. And again, if you've watched the new movie, this might not make as much sense. But in the stage play... They lower down what I think is supposed to be a chandelier, but looks so much like some nightmare lighted hand of some being. Oh, it being. is a tentacled beast. <laughs> that will just It's dog Sarath, is what it is. Yeah. Lifts the uh, the chosen Jellicle uh For rebirth. Cat. Yeah. Up into the skies, where they are never to be seen again. And everyone is thrilled. There is joy and happiness until the next Jellicle Ball next year. Yeah. Oh, it's incredible. Oh, if I, listen. And it, it will sort of explain the fact that two of the cats have mystical powers. There, yes, there is magic, right? There is. Right. Because, because McCavity, the arch villain, which I don't even understand why you need a conflict in this insanity. I like to think that taken in the light that we're talking about he's it. He's He is. He's the one who broke with the cult and he's really just trying to stop this ceremony from happening. But the only way to get through to them is that he has to don his outfit. Like he has to dr- like they won't listen to him if he approaches them as a man, so he has to dress up as a cat. <laughs> yeah. And he would have succeeded. He would have stopped the whole ceremony, but for their own mystical feline. Oh, and no. Well. <laughs> Never, yeah. ever, no. ever. He broke the laws of physics. He McCavity brought everyone yeah. to safety, right? And they're all looking at each other in the light of day like, holy right. shit, we're wearing cat suits. What have we fucking done? And then Mr. Mistopheles rolls oh, up and sprinkles the fish. Magical like, Mr. Mistopheles. Do you think there is no magic and he's just hitting them with like LSD or something? <laughs> <laughs> just gives them another dose. <laughs> yeah, maybe. And then they're all back in it, right? They're all cats again. Yeah, yeah. They see each other as cats again. Oh. Oh, it, again, I have to go back to the stage play. And we're going to talk about the movie too because fuck the movie. The fuck the movie. The fact that you hate it so much is the funniest part for me, just because you were so reluctant. I, I said to you, 
we need to watch this because it's insane. And you're like, I don't want to watch that. And we watched it, and now you actively dislike the film. You approached me as a grown man who has never had much of an interest in stage plays, musicals, any of it. And you said, hey, <laughs> we're going to watch an hour and 45 minutes of Cats the stage play shot on someone's camcorder from the back of the goddamn stage. That's, that's not Theater. true, okay? That was professionally shot, and you know it. Okay? It looks, you know it's grainy. By today's... Yeah, because it was, like, shot in 91. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, this old-ass footage of a stage play of m people dancing around, dressed up as cats, singing about what it's like to be a cat. Look, you <laughs> and should... And it changed my life. It was fantastic. You've known me for a long time. Yeah. I'm not just pulling that shit out of nowhere. Like, I'm not just like, oh, I want to get, I want to get you into <laughs> musicals, and this is the perfect way in. No, this is holy shit. This was a thing that was the most popular musical in the world. It had every right to be. But I don't know if everyone was looking at it the same way. <laughs> like, people are just delighted. They're like, the cats sing. Oh, it's wonderful. No. I like it our way. Oh, way better. Oh, it's so good, dude. You, that's how you give it new life. Right. You don't get James Fat Fuck Corden out there being himself dressed as not even dressed they use the cgi horrible that's not how you bring cats back no it's a eldritch horror and again i'm gonna go back to you're gonna come to find out i love mr mistopheles yeah he's a bit of a mistopheles i'm a big fan mistopheles fan in the stage play he cut he pops up they sing him in they sing him in knowing he's gonna solve all their problems he comes down on like a rainbow <laughs> like a rainbow line Starts immediately teleports him back, solves the problem he's, within an instant, and he's shooting fire like lightning. It, oh, lightning is and what then, it was. After solving the problem, he dances around shooting lightning out of his hands. He's just showboating. He's just, but he's cocky for a reason, right? It's because he has the pro he's a fucking magical cat. Now you know who my favorite is. Oh yeah, the old Rum Tum Tugger. Oh, who could blame you? I'd never blame you for loving the rum tom. He's the mo he's the he's the pansexual character in the in the play, and he fucks everyone. I feel like a good cult always has to have like those heavy sexual implications, and he's all of it. Well, he's see, but here's the thing: all of the you, fucking. Yeah, but look, old Deuteronomy is getting his. Oh yeah, he's for the leader. Sure. He's getting his, but rum tom tugger. Everyone has taken a ride. Rum Tum Tugger is the one who is outside of the cat costume, interacting with society, bringing young ladies and men into it. Like it's the seduction. Oh, he, yeah, he's the one that gets you into it. It's like you the meet seduction. him. Like you meet him at like a coffee shop, and he's a cool dude or something, and you're like, "Hey, I really dig, I really dig your whole vibe." And he's like, "Oh, you like it, huh?" Yeah. <laughs> well, we have a club that meets. <laughs> At the full moon, wow. <laughs> that was a fantastic rum tom. Thank you. I'm glad I brought you back there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tell me why you don't like the uh, movie oh, version. You, mm, I can't. The fucking movie, Mr. Mistopheles. He's not sure of no, himself. No, They bring him... They they sing him up. Their whole song is them trying to work him up to being able to teleport. No lightning bolts. He's not riding down on a rope of rainbows. He's not immediately solving the problem. They're jerking him off like, oh, you can do it. And he's like, oh, I'm not sure of myself. No, that's well, not my Mustafa. Well, well, the new character, whatever that that chick they like brought in to, to yeah. be the point of view character. <laughs> She's the one that's like, oh, I could love you. Maybe I could love you if yeah. you could just teleport us away. Yeah. He doesn't need that. That's not my Mistopheles. My Mistopheles. Immediate teleportation. Lightning bolts. He's fucking... He's, he's a wizard. Do you think it would be better if, if there were buttholes in it? 
Like oh. if they released the butthole cut. Oh yeah, yeah, the little cat assholes on. Yeah, all like, of them. do you think that would add to it a bit? I think that it would. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it, it's not going to take away. It would make it seem more of like a self-aware parody, which is what it should have been. The worst thing in that film for me, uh, honestly, it has some doozies. But it the, is a lot of bad things. The worst thing in that film is the fact that I had to watch Gandalf go oh. meow, 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 meow. Are you talking about... Asparagus the theater cat. I'm talking about fucking Gandalf the Grey. <laughs> Somehow teleported. <laughs> this is what he was doing when he died. Like, oh, it was the worst. <laughs> that was is, so this, upsetting. Yeah, but he comes back as Gandalf the White, so it's fine. <laughs> It like was, he died with the Balrog, and this is what happened. Oh, this is between yeah. gray and the gray yeah, and the yeah. white. This is what he was doing. Like they like to sell it like it was just like this ethereal white thing. He was meeting like the you know living no. endless lives yeah. in between. No, no, no. What he was doing was he was asparagus the theater cat, and then after that was you know eventually he gets his and he comes back as Gandalf the White, and that that is how Cats is connected to Lord of the Wings. You're welcome. Lord of the Wings. Lord of the Wings. Yeah. That's what they named the Eldritch Horror. That's a good uh, sticker. <laughs> Which part of it? You just make a little fucking Lord of the Wings. Yeah, Lord of the Wings. Uh, I was thinking more like uh, Gandalf the Theater Cat might be a better sticker. Hey, whichever, you know? Oh. Anyway. Yeah. So, you know, you forced cats into my life. You gave me strong opinions on it, and now I... Now, for some reason, I have to love, like, the theater version and, like, have a strong opinion towards, like, the differences in the characters. I love that I've turned you into, like, a yuppie. I hate it. Oh, it's so funny. Like, if, if we were at, a like, a wine party, I don't know if that's a thing, and I poured you a mega pint of wine. Yeah. You could say to people, yes, I, I thought the theater version was far superior to that god awful film version yeah. and then you get to back it up <laughs> i feel again like i always go into weird scenarios with my head like it gets in my headspace though that like i'm gonna be like oh i was very into like the th like the stage play of cats that's really what i preferred and then there's gonna be a guy who approached me he's like wow if you like, he's got, it's got a rum tum tugger. Me. Wait, so the rum tum tugger dude just like puts his hand on your shoulder and he's like, hey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to do the voice. You want to. You like the theater version of Cats, huh? He's got like the big mane. I like to think he doesn't have the mane, but he does have like the the bodysuit. So like you can see the start of it. You oh. know? Yeah, yeah. It's like a little tease. And he's like, why don't you, uh, why don't you come with me? We got some cool cats hanging out. Do you think you go if you get that? Of course. Are you yeah, fucking out of your say, mind? Like, that's go. your Alice in Wonderland moment. Yeah, I you think I gotta go. absolutely it's, go. It's weird, but I think I'd be like, all right, well. <laughs> I'm terrified of everything. And even I'm go. I'm like, well, what happened? <laughs> wow. <laughs> all right. We didn't want to talk about cats the whole fucking time. No, no, no. That said, should be plenty on it, you all know. Right. Yeah, let me know if you guys are into cats because uh, I'd love to talk to you guys about it. Oh, Maybe ridiculous. we start our own cult. I don't know. Yeah, sure. Why not? Cult of cats. All right. So uh, let me let me talk about this. Let me tell you what I. Uh, so I've been. Uh, you know, I go through bouts of of depression. I've talked about it. I'm pretty open about my uh, sadness. Yeah. And one of the ways that I cope mm -hmm. <laughs> is I tend to reach for the. Uh, the nostalgia button, and I pushed that. And so I decided to uh, watch a program mm -hmm. that I that I watched when I was a younger younger boy. Yeah, well, what show was that? That would be uh, the Heart of the Cards. Oh, like the Your Move. <laughs> you your the, Move. Yeah. yeah. Open up like that. A little bit of. Na, na, na. A little bit of Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, we need to talk about this. Oh, I'd love to. I didn't get far. I, that's not. That's a lie. I watched the entire first arc. 
<laughs> that's a pretty, that's <laughs> a damn bold face lie. I I didn't get far. I watched the entire first arc. Mm-hmm. Pegasus is Jeffrey Epstein. Oh yeah, right. He is he's definitely oh, an Epstein. Oh my god, he's he's Epstein. He he, you know, he has a he has a yacht instead of a jet. So okay, yeah. <laughs> he's Lord Children. So, it, it is right, children to right, his island. Right, he has an island. Like it wasn't explicitly children invited, but it's a it's a goddamn collectible card game. No, he he owns it, right? Like that's yeah. the whole the whole bag. So, but he's not just luring. Here's the problem: he's not just luring children to his island. Yeah, he's kidnapping people. <laughs> he kidnapped Yugi's grandfather. He stole his soul. He, I was gonna say he didn't just kidnap him. <laughs> He ripped the man's soul from his body. This guy is so much Jeffrey Epstein. He's 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 making deals with Egyptian demon gods <laughs> to steal the soul of an old man to lure his grandson to his island to play a car. Yugi. Yugi boy. Oh my god, he's such a pedophile. Oh god, yeah, he is, but it's so funny. It is insane. Like th- th- here's the thing. Millions and millions and millions of dollars this is raised. Yeah. Nobody thought, like, no one in the meeting was like, yo, he seems kind of like, like, he's really into, he's a grown man, his hair's white. The whole show was insane. I, I, yeah. Let, okay, let's thank talk, you, yeah. Let's talk about Kaiba for a minute. He's like, what is he, like, he's like a four, so. <laughs> I love him. He's <laughs> like a 14-year-old kid and they just give him a corporation. Right near the end of that first arc. Right near the end of it, he is gonna he's gonna lose a card game. He's about to lose to Yuki, and so he stands on the edge of a it's like, it's like a castle or some some shit. It's a, on the pedophile island. Yeah, yeah on the right. pedophile all island. Right, right. He's on the top of a castle. Yeah. And he's like, if you beat me, I'm killing myself. <laughs> the, the greatest thing to me, right, is like he's almost Bruce Wayne. Right, his parents are dead. Are they? Yeah, he inherited, or I thought they. No, were. he was adopted. Well, yeah, I guess they're dead, but he was adopted well, what, by some like rich guy. He's like the head guy. of a corporation, though. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Right, because they're. Why dead. do I remember so much about Kaiba's backstory? Because that's yeah, who you identified him and, with. Him and his brother Mokuba. That's that's who you identified with. Were uh, adopted by some rich he was angry. bag. He was angry. He was an angry boy. Yeah, yeah, and his father was very abusive and was just like, hey, you gotta learn to be a big businessman, and he did, and they just right, but eventually he's, he's bought like, him out. He's like 14 or 16 in the, I don't, in yeah, the show. Yeah, something stupid. So so this this adolescent has been given control of a multi-billion dollar corporation, flies to Pedophile Island with Pegasus, mm-hmm. and then threatens to jump from the top of the castle... If he loses a card game. Yeah. Because what was his prize? Do you remember? Uh, it was entrance into the finals of the card no, game. No, no, no. I thought he wa- he didn't want anything. He just wanted to be there. <laughs> yeah, he had to because uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, what was his fucking name? Pegasus. Pegasus. Thank you. Wow, that slipped me. Had also stolen his brother's soul, if you recall. So this guy is just out in the world. He's ripping so souls on, out of children, on. old men. None of the governments of the world are doing anything about no, this. No, he's trapping souls. He's a billionaire. He has he's an a island. a billionaire who traps souls. <laughs> they just let him conduct his business. How long was the island operating? You know what I mean? Oh, my God. Like celebrities are flying there and shit. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> It's what happened. The billionaire flew out there. Yeah. 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 It doesn't really hold up. <laughs> yeah. It's totally unrealistic. In, in in all fairness, like, that was going on. Like, it's not like the Epstein thing is new. No. Do no. you think Epstein was, like, on the island and he, like, happened to catch an episode? He's like, ah, that's funny. I think it goes one of two ways. I think either... Some of the writers of Yu-Gi-Oh maybe escaped Ooh. the island. This is like their lampshade, like their way of like they're, talking yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, they're trying to uh, <laughs> trying to warn. Yeah, trying to warn people. Either that or, I mean, that's the. Only- 
Yeah, or Epstein wa- Epstein watches it before he's like rich and he goes yeah. That's who I'm gonna be. <laughs> he idolized him. He's like, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, a castle, Island. a castle, young people, a card game, Yugi, all of that. That's for me. <laughs> Literally earns you billions think, of dollars. You think Epstein just walk around like a gold eye? <laughs> we never saw what went on there. No, we I didn't. like to think he had a long wig, <laughs> a red suit, a red suit and a gold eye. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's not great. <laughs> it's very bad. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> there are going to be fans of Yu-Gi-Oh that hear this that are just going to be like, "Fuck you! You don't you don't understand the heart of the cards." <laughs> it's not like that. Yeah. He had a tragic backstory. He misses his wife. <laughs> Is that what it was about? Yeah, some shit like he that. He missed his wife, so he kidnapped yeah. souls. Yeah, and he and he, you know, and he, you know. He brought kids to his island. You know, he kidnapped souls in order to bring children to his island. To appease an Egyptian demon god. Yeah, he missed his fucking wife. What an asshole. Yugi. Yeah, fuck fuck you, Pegasus. Oh, the whole thing was fucking wild. He dies, right? He must die. I have no idea, actually. I think he dies. Or he maybe goes to the shadow realm. So all everything I remember about this series is from my childhood, and I only remember like certain arcs of it. Yeah, nothing like too, too too vivid. Remember, like they had like the Battle City type arc. I don't remember. All I remember is that it like he he lured them to the island to have the the thing, right? Yeah. And then I vaguely remember like Yu Gi Oh would just start yelling about like Dark Mag- Dark magician. Okay, yeah, yeah. He'd yell about it, and I want to talk about this. Halfway through, like a majority of his games, he would get like a foot taller, and no one questioned it. Yeah, he because he also <laughs> had an Egyptian demon god, right? Like yeah, that he was did. the secret. Like an Egyptian pharaoh. It's really funny because he's like just, he's the bug-eyed anime character and he's like, oh, the heart of the cards. <laughs> like, have you ever seen the meme and of then, like the five foot 11 and six feet is what he was Yeah, going yeah, yeah. That's what, <laughs> but it's not just the height, right? Like his yeah. voice changes and shit oh, too. Really, yeah, he's like, oh. <laughs> he went from like a small. Yeah, like, like a boy. He, yeah, he was like a prepubescent boy to in an middle Egyptian school. pharaoh that looked. To like a grown man with <laughs> like a deep voice. But they look the same too. Yeah. So like, it, you know, it's like one of those things where. <laughs> what if they didn't look the same? That would be very. I, I don't know. It's already very jarring. I don't know how much more jarring it could be. You want to know how it gets more jarring? How? He animorphs into the frog character from Spirit. It's an animorph? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yugi, are you... His friend Joey was his like... His face a, is just distending. <laughs> <laughs> I think of it like an American werewolf in London sort of shit. It hurts, too. Like, it's not even a gentle transition. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and his fucking friend was like that horrible <laughs> fake New York accent. Hey, oh, Yuki, what's going oh, on? Pizza pie. Joey Wheeler, dude. He had like that huge tumor that was covering his oh, hair or some God. shit. Yeah. And you had like. What was his thing? Like his sister was blind or something? <laughs> his sister was blind. He was going to make her not blind. <laughs> you know what's fucking weird, too? She was like just blind, but they kept her at the hospital. Like she was fucking dying. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, you can't be out in the world because. <laughs> this freak show. Right. Like, keep her away from, from society. She's making us feel bad. <laughs> oh, and he had some sort of like weird, reoccurring sexual humiliation nightmare with Kaiba. Oh, is that a thing? Dude, he was like dressed up as a dog, he was getting berated. By, like, Kaiba standing... It was a very... You're a third-rate duelist with a fourth-rate deck. (laughs) Give him one of those fucking things. But, like, what kind of an insult is that? I don't know, dude. Like, I'd just be like, you're a fucking loser, dude. (laughs) All right, dude, you're about to kill yourself because you were going to lose a fucking card game. Use those billions of dollars to buy yourself some fucking insults, you idiot. (laughs) You belong on the top of a PS5, you Go fuck take boy. your fucking meds, okay? Oh my Jesus. god, dude. You're a third-rate <laughs> duelist. What a fucking Fourth asshole. Fourth-rate tech, dude. Oh my thing. god. 
Okay, so he was playing to save his sister's eyes, I guess. Yeah, because obviously we can steal souls. You know who his other rival was? Bandit Keith. Yeah, he was a grown man too, right? He was a grown man. Yeah. Do you think it's weird that he went by Bandit Keith? Yeah, it was kind of like a weird thing because, like, he was. It's like a badge of honor. Was he a racist caricature of Americans? I don't know, because, like, Joey Wheeler is obviously... Hey, yo, you gee, you well, want okay. a pizza pie? You want a mozzarella ball? How am I supposed to wise? Hey, <laughs> hey, Kaiba! But you gotta remember, the show originally is, like, all Japanese, and, like... Yeah, I don't know. Bandit Keith is supposed to be the American in that set. He's oh, wearing is a it fucking... the American flag headband that gives yeah, it away? Yeah, yeah, it might be, dude. <laughs> He's, like, some sort of thug. God. He's trying to kill and bully everyone. Well, when did that come out? That was, like, mid-2000s? Right. God, that was a weird time. All right. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a weird time. Let's talk about uh, weird choices of uh, characterization in the uh, early 2000s. What else you got? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. This isn't necessarily a nostalgic one for me. We're going to stay on the animation. So I've got a, uh, I've got a kiddo. He's a little toddler now. And uh, I put on YouTube. He uh, got into Sonic movies recently, so I was trying to find something They're for him to good. watch. They're good yeah. video game f- movies. Yeah, as far as they go, pretty watchable. You know, second one was pretty good. Uh, so I stumbled across on YouTube form the entire series of Sonic X. Oh, and it's been such a such a rabbit hole. Sonic X. So I'm just trying to go about my day. I'm goodness. very passive. I'm just washing my dishes, you know, getting ready for work, whatever it may be. He's sitting there watching it. And the insanity of this show was just unraveling to me. I'm not going to make claims that's as insane as Yu-Gi-Oh, but it might be. So it's tricky because I mean, immediately you're adding an extra element, right? Because there are little weird creatures that are sentient and speak english is that more weird than the guy who ha- is possessed by an ancient egyptian pharaoh and can grow a foot taller no it all pretty much tra- it's about know. level you know it's tr- yeah i'd say it's probably right on par yeah it's all on par so <laughs> i didn't realize how racist shows could be back then yeah you could get away with a like with a lot so I'm not going to claim to be the big Sonic X expert. Again, if people want to fact check me on this, I want to talk about it. I like to think that what you're about to say is going to set off. Like, there's someone out there that loves Sonic X so much. I like to think that there is, and they haven't watched it since they were a child, and they're going to go back and be like, oh, shit. <laughs> Once we're talking <laughs> this about is this. problematic. <laughs> What do you so, got? What do you got? I first started noticing this like a handful of episodes in is they uh Sonic is with some family, some rich family. I guess they're scientists or whatever. And they've got help around the house. Specifically, they have a uh Hispanic uh maid and just everything she does is as much of a caricature as you could imagine. So when you showed this to me, right? Yeah. You, I think you described it as think of mm-hmm. Mr. Popo oh, from that's Dragon Ball. Very much how she's portrayed. Yeah, that's problematic. Yeah, I think the first time they show her, she's cleaning to like salsa music. She's making them. Uh, but like, she has Mr. Popo's mouth too. Like, yeah, it's bad. Yeah, she. <laughs> She is like making them solely Hispanic food. They're all it, the jokes how spicy everything is. It's just like it's every stereotype you can make up about Hispanic people are just crammed in within the first few scenes that this woman is in. Do you think that the meeting and of course she's the maid of the household? Like the storyboarding meeting was like, yeah, and they have this, uh, you know. Latinx maid or whatever they didn't say that shit <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that's, to, what they went yeah, that's what they said they were like they got the listen they're they very say, socially conscious yeah, yeah, in the in meeting that, right like they know how to be pc they're corpos no they said they got this mexican maid is yeah. what they said 
And she's and what? Like, oh yeah, yeah. What does she do? Oh, she does Mexican shit. Yeah, yeah. she's just gonna be around the house listening to salsa music, right? Making them making them spicy food, and the family's trying to. I like trying to, to think they went edgier with it at first, and like and then we have ice show up, <laughs> like they just take her away. <laughs> Yeah, but like Sonic has got to be a higher yes. priority for Ice, right? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. He's like an alien, dude. Right. Does Ice cover that? Like, sort of. I feel like that's their job. So, speaking of Ice showing up to his household. They're like the shittiest men in black. <laughs> they have to deal with the maid, Sonic, and the other hired help in the house. And this is what I'm not sure of. Again, Sonic X experts really uh, got to check me on this one. Was this show originally like a Japanese animation? Or I don't I, think I have so. no idea. I think Sonic X was marketed for Americans. Yeah, it, probably. Because the other hired help is a offensive caricature of a Japanese man who is like how bad? How bad are we taught? Like, uh, is it this bad? Whoa! It's pretty close. It's on that level where... The defining personality traits of the, of this guy is like knowing karate, and like <laughs> his traditional like, Jesus. yeah, <laughs> it's like traditional uh, Eastern like values. Yeah, and he's like spitting like wisdom at like they're frustrated, and he's like, you have to be patient, <laughs> like shit like that. Yeah, yeah, brutal. Oh, it's unbelievable. I and like you know what's the worst part about it is people consume that then and we're just like yeah that makes sense yeah so again you have to understand i came into this i'm watching this as a father on the sidelines <laughs> my son's just sitting four years old just soaking it up like yep i don't think any of that probably registers he's, though no. right he's soaking up he's like that's how those people act <laughs> that's how those people act and that's how bigotry is created right yeah there. my son's now a huge bigot i, I like know. that you just are coming out swinging at the creators of sonic <laughs> x and yeah. uh, me too though with Yu-Gi-Oh. like oh but it gets it gets even weirder with sonic x all right so we get some racial caricatures yeah okay. but this is absolutely my favorite part in got? many ways. What are you hitting me with? So amongst the cast of like the little anthropomorphic animals, little fucking two foot tall. Yeah, you get your Sonic, things. your Knuckles, Tails. Amy. Amy, right? Amy Sonic's cream, girl, right? Cheese. You have cream and cheese? Yeah. That's good. And you have Rouge. Ah. <sighs> The rum tum tugger of the Sonic X world. Yes, very much so. Lover. And let so, me ask you something. Mm -hmm. You getting in that? Yeah, of course. Of course. All right, unquestionably. Good. Don't even don't even lie wow. about it. I can, I just went on. <laughs> I just went on recording as saying I I am unquestionably <laughs> going in on Rouge Bat and. You know what? If you didn't, I think you'd have to probably take a look at yourself. Yeah? Yeah, probably. All right. Rouge is Fair. hot. All in. All in. I think objectively Rouge is not hot. No, but there's something about her. Yeah. You, think you, know, you know what it is about her? <laughs> and this is originally what made me really take notice of this show. I called him immediately to you talk did. about this. You told me you were upset, and I thought it was something I did. Yeah, but I explained it, and you you watch, and you're like, yeah. Yeah, but then I also kind of was every like... every right. <laughs> so, <laughs> this character, it doesn't matter what scene she's in. It, it can be a fight. It can be them just all around talking about something. It doesn't matter. It'll have consistent... Mood setting music for all the characters for the scene, everything going on. The second the camera pans over Rouge the Bat, it is just fucking sexy sax music instantly, dude. Like, mo like this is music to fuck to. The best, the best part about all of it is too, is that it's not even that's not even an exaggeration. Like, they'll be mid fight, and the fight music will be like. And then it'll pan to her, and they they just like jam it in. Think, 
Because they yeah. have to. Because they have. And it can be like a split second. <laughs> yeah, it's so it unnatural. It pans off of her and it's right gone. back in. Yeah, it's gone. We're back to the. Yeah. Oh, it's unbelievable. Yeah. It's un. It's jarring. She did try to force herself on tails, though. Yeah. Not to bring the Pegasus angle back in, but you know. Did we ever watch that? I don't know. I don't think we ever found that scene. Yeah, she's a bit of a a bit of a pedophile as well. Yeah, as maybe well, I take back out. what I said about her then. Yeah, you just not. Maybe I'm not all in anymore. <laughs> what was Epstein's uh, lady? The uh, oh, she's Max, like the Gershwin or whatever the fuck Disney. Maxwell of. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like to imagine that like Pegasus and her meet up. You know, it's like a Wreck It Ralph situation where yeah. they're all meeting up and shit. And he, he's just like, oh, yes, Yugi, he's such a tender little morsel. <laughs> and she's just like, it's like nee, 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 nee. and she's yeah, like, oh, in. tails. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like the meeting of the pedophiles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> On the island. Yeah. Yeah, I think it would work out. Oh, my God. Yeah. So there you go. It was um, insane. I think we'll put this one to bed. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Give, give a little plug. Give a little plug. Yeah, oh, yeah. Old, Do you a little? Give us a little plug. Look. So I'll give you the plug on the uh, the TikTok, which is under partially proficient. Uh, currently lacking in much content, but looking to remedy that. I have a lot recorded that just needs to be edited out. Come on around if you want to learn how to paint models, make terrain. I'm no expert by any means, which is you know where the name comes from, but. Uh, you know, I'm getting better every day, and, you know, if you want to pick up some tips and take the journey with me, then i uh, love to have you around. All right. Paul, thanks for uh, coming on. Partially proficient. He is yeah. on uh, TikTok, and we'll see if we can get him on some other social media stuff as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Working on setting up the YouTube as well. All right, guys. So we'll call this, uh, we'll call this one uh, done and in the books. So that's episode four of Catalyst Corner. Um... So, yeah, I'm tired today after that. That was a lot of pedophilia. (laughs) Yeah, it was heavy on the pedophilia today. (laughs) All right, guys, you know where to find us. Thanks for tuning in. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. And, yeah, we'll uh, we'll catch the whole crew on the next one.